Welcome to All In, a podcast where business owners share their stories of being all in with Jesus Christ. Uh, Welcome to JCCO's All In podcast. Appreciate you being on here, Ted. Um, Thank you, Mike. Yeah, why, uh, let's uh, let's have you introduce yourself. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about what you do. Yeah, my name is uh, Ted Yeomans, and I am the founder of Family Building, a professional law corporation, and we specialize in really all types of adoption. We call it generational restoration through adoptions. We do step-parent adoption. We do even adult adoption, all kinds of infant adoption, adoption out of foster care, interstate adoption, and we even do some disrupted adoption, kids who are maybe uh, adopted out of foster care at an older age or from an orphanage abroad and, and the family's struggling with that. And so we, we locate homes for, for those children. So all types of adoption, um, what we say is uh, any way that we can get a, a child in a two-parent loving home uh, will restore that generational line through adoption. I've been practicing law for 33 years. We founded Family Building, uh, the professional law corporation, 12 years ago, and uh, the Lord's expanding us. Oh, that's great. That's great. So I'm actually talking to a good guy lawyer. Can't tell any <laughs> any bad lawyer jokes, right? You're doing some yeah. great work out there. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about your Christian walk, um, how you came to Christ, when you came to Christ, and, and how that's yeah. played into your life. I was raised in the family or in uh, by my family in the Catholic Church back in the Midwest. So I was never a, a scoffer, never didn't believe in God, but I had no idea how much more of God I was missing. And when I was 34 years old, practicing lawyer, I'd been practicing for about five or six years. My wife said, hey, let's go to this non-denominational church. And I didn't even know what that meant. I'd right. literally never been into another church other than uh, a Catholic church. And went in there and listened to expositive teaching on the gospel, heard, uh, heard uh, a worship that was amazing. And um, I, I just, something in me just uh, was pulling me back. And the next week, uh, which was Father's Day, 1994, uh, June 19th, at about 11.55, there was an altar call, which I'd never even heard an altar call, but I, I swear, Mike, it was like the Holy Spirit grabbed me by the shirt and pulled me out into the aisle and I went forward and nice. and opened my hands, started weeping. And uh, I didn't even know what was going on. But um, but as uh, as I now know it, I was I was adopted in the courtroom of heaven by a righteous judge and just had no idea at that moment, even being a practicing lawyer, the legal significance of my spiritual adoption. So uh, that was back in 1994. And it's been a great adventure ever since. Oh, that's great. So now were you, were you practicing family law at that time or, or doing what you're doing? How did that kind of come about what you're doing now? Yeah. And, and it's just, I know it's just terminology, but um, we don't do family law hmm. because family law attorneys do anti-family law and take families apart. Not that they want to. Oh, do that, but sorry. That's yeah. Divorces. That's so what it's yeah. Okay. So it's interesting. Uh, we yeah. do family building law, but um, we're, we're um, but yes, I um, was supernaturally led to this. I, I grew up in a, in a construction family. I always thought that I would work for my dad's company or, or maybe be a lawyer for it. And uh, he passed away right, um, right when I graduated law school back in uh, 1986. And um, 
I just didn't, I didn't know which direction I was going to go and um, turned on the TV on March 1st, 1987. Unbeknownst to me, supernatural experience. This was pre-salvation. And, um, and I stood up, I watched a, uh, a, a show on a contested or litigated adoption. And I literally stood up in the room and said, that's what I want to do. So my first interview after taking the bar, but before I got my bar results, was with the gentleman who I saw on that show called Frontline Current Legal Issues in the Law. And it just had, God had set up. His office was right here in Orange County, California. I interviewed the next day. He hired me the next day, purchased the firm, began to do a buyout two years later. And um, that's kind of morphed into... Uh, yeah, I had no idea in law school that I was going to be an adoption lawyer or an adoption <laughs> litigator, but uh, I knew everything, Mike, that I didn't want to do. I clerked at all the insurance defense and personal injury and the DA's office and criminal defense. So I knew what I didn't want to do. I just didn't know what I wanted to do, but right. God had sovereignly called me to this area of the law. That's great. Now, um, was was your business partner at that time, was he a Christian as, as well, or, or were you kind of more on the worldly side of, of work uh, when that started? Oh, for sure. <clears throat> Definitely on the worldly side. And it was interesting because in adoption, you have a, a broken generational line. And I now know the full, under, I have a full understanding of Exodus 20, verse 5, that says, punishing to the third and fourth generation, those who hate me, but blessing to a thousand generations, those who love me. And um, so we deal with a lot of fourth generation children. The birth parents are a third generation. And just the way the Lord spoke to me, it's like, I, I'm not going to let the insanity go more than three to four generations. I went, oh, wow. And I looked on my desk, this was in the early 2000s, and recognized that all these kids that were advocating for fourth generation kids. So <clears throat> did not have that revelation at all. So these are broken people. These are people with dealing with addiction and homelessness and just, you know, they're really orphans. And I, I, I kind of judged them, Mike, you know, terminating their parental rights, advocating in court. It always felt good. It felt like a good moral thing to be doing. But after I got saved in 1994, this was, um, about six and a half years into my the practice, uh, God began to give me his heart for adoption and for the least of these. And to, to do things like Matthew 5.44, to love our enemies and to pray for those who persecute us. The Beatitudes, you know, blessed are the peacemakers, right? Be quick to settle your your differences before you go to court. And I'm thinking, this is, this doesn't sound like what I learned in law school. And so how am I going to pull this off? How am I going to tell my clients, Hey, let's go love that guy that wants to take the child away. But you know, that's been the great journey for me, Mike is, is learning how to, how God loves us in our brokenness, right? Before, you know, we were yet sinners when he died for us, but, but he still died for us. And, um, and so it's just been a great journey, and we're doing that more effectively every year. We're learning how to embrace the broken world to the point now where I just hear the Lord's voice. The promise to me is, if you love the broken world, they will entrust the next generation to you. Hmm. And so to be handed, to, to allow a, a father or a, or a biological mother to humble themselves, which we know the promise is, um, you'll be exalted to see them be restored by giving and just learning about the 
the law of the harvest, you know, when you give, it will be given back to you in good measure, pressed down, shaken together and overflowing. And to see a person who never had a father like you or, you know, most most Christians um, never had that opportunity. You know, he'd been bounced through foster care. He'd been hurt. He's been maybe molested, abandoned, beaten, um, homeless. I mean, just, you know, we deal with some and, and I've just learned God's heart for the broken. And um, so I don't go after them, you know, with a, with the sense of a litigation or, you know, that legal spirit. It's more the, the law of love rather than, than the law of the law. Yeah. And so we're, <laughs> we're trying great. to settle things more than we are to get man's judgment. We want, we want God's judgment. We want God's justice, not man's justice. Mm-hmm. And so it's just been such an amazing journey for us. And part of that is to the extent that I received my own adoption, Mike, right? Yep. Um, to, to understand or to really hear the words, this is my son, Ted, whom I love and with him, I'm well pleased. Instead of all the lies, the enemies whispering to me, as I get into that more and more, I, he just, it's a God shaped um, desire, his heart's desire to, to bring that same um, spirit of adoption to a broken world. And so it's, it's, it's really been a, been a great journey. Oh, yeah. that's, yeah, that's awesome. Well, um, let me ask you this. How long have you been? Well, I'll even back up more. Um, how did you find out about JC CEO group and what made you decide to join? So um, we, I was attending a church out here in uh, Anaheim Hills, California that <clears throat> Lee Ray uh, Haney was also, I pronounced his yeah. name Haney. Yeah. Okay. That's the correct <laughs> pronunciation. Um, no worries. I'm sure he's been called worse. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, uh, so he came and spoke at a men's group and he was talking about these mountains and, and I'd never heard about the seven mountains. And so it was really attractive to me. And to be honest with me, he was speaking a language that I, I almost didn't understand, <clears throat> which is interesting because when I got onto the Institute and you're going through, it's like this guy's speaking at another level. Mm-hmm. And, um, but there was something um, supernatural. And I was like one of the guys that really approached him and said, like, what are you doing? And so I started meeting with Lee Ray and, um, you know, started telling me about windows of heaven and the vision. And um, to be honest, Mike, I didn't know. It wasn't like I was sold on it. I'm more sold on it today than I was then. I just moved in this direction. And the one thing I didn't want, I didn't want to be part of some, I've sought out different um, platforms, you know, CEO platforms and things like that. But to be honest, and I'm not saying this about any of the other particular platforms, but I didn't want to be part of where we're sharing business cards and it's a networking thing. Right. And I've just been in too many of those experiences. But Lee Ray was like, he was calling me to some deep things. He was asking me things like, Ted, are you tithing? Ted, I want to challenge you to start giving the first 10th of your gross business income to the Lord. I'm like, what? Nobody's <laughs> ever asked me that. I understand personal income, but, right. but, but it, was, it was just, that's just one example. I mean, he, he, challenges us, he challenges us on so many different levels and about so many different scriptures. And that's just giving. Mm-hmm. But when I caught the vision, Mike, and this has been more recently of understanding that we are building ecclesia in the companies that God has entrusted to us, you know, that we were ordained or we're being ordained 
to be pastors and leaders and ministers over the companies, those people and the vendors and, and all, in, in my case, all the clients, the next generation and generations to come, he's entrusted that to us. That was a radical shift. I've never heard anyone talk like that. And to be honest, I don't, I don't hear that on the religious mount, on the religion mountain or in church. It's not bent that radically towards businesses. And I also realized about that same time, I was getting a revelation that, wow, Leroy, you've been called to minister to all the entrepreneurs. And I had this vision of our church. And it's like, sure enough, if you go through our church, there's an entrepreneur, there's an entrepreneur, there's one, there's one. And I've recognized in my own life that we, we're guys that are out on the edge. Like we're walking truly by faith and not by sight. You know, it, it's, it's a different mentality. And I was very attracted to the fact that he was called and he suffered, not suffered, but he sacrificed so much to be in the position to where he's pastoring and leading other entrepreneurs. And I've, I've never seen, I've never met anybody with the passion to really minister. And then I'm like, okay, this really isn't about you. It's about advancing the kingdom through all these businesses. Mm -hmm. And so to be honest, I didn't know all that, but in my spirit, there was something about this guy and the message that he was carrying that, that attracted me. Mm -hmm. That's a long-winded answer to how was I attracted? I, I look back and I go, I'm so thankful, Lord, that that I got to meet him in the convenience of our own church, you know? Yeah. And so. Well, that's great. Um, so first module, you know, you kind of go through and it's and it's really focused on the individual and, and getting deeper with Christ and all that. And um, obviously do a, a personal covenant. How was it when you did your personal covenant? Would you feel, you know, as you get to the end of this and, and you've gone through, and I've said this a few times on the podcast, and, and one of the things I really love about it, it's not, he's not guiding you to a prefabbed answer that he wants you to come to something that he has thought up. He wants you to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ to get to a point, what is Jesus telling you to do and having faith in Jesus? And so how did, how did that hit you and how did your personal covenant, how did that come along and, and how'd you feel about that? Well, it's interesting. You realize how much we've been taught to just fill in the blank. You have four choices, you know, one of these <laughs> right. is right. Right. Or maybe none of them, are, but you know, five choices, yeah. but even, even, even in, um, you know, how, how on the mountain, the religion mountain, there is, you know, there's a guided teaching. Yeah. Yeah. But in the context of this, Mike, I knew as an entrepreneur, I was gathering, I was going through this platform, these teachings through the eyes of, or through the lenses of this thing that God called me to, which again, I look back and it's supernatural that I'm even practicing law, practicing law in this particular area supernatural that he led me to found um, a family building, the professional law corporation. And then you realizing like this, this is what I do all day long. This is when I get up in the morning. Sure. We parent and I'm, I'm a spouse, but you know, let's face it as entrepreneurs, this is what we do sometimes 10 hours a day. Mm -hmm. It just, it's all encompassing in our lives. And so that got my attention. Unlike a teaching in church where it's like, okay, let's try and get better and, you know, try to, you know, come to know Jesus. This was in the context of the business. Yep. And, um, and so 
I felt like it was a fresh, um, I felt like it was a fresh experience that was weighty. Mm. You know, I mean, there was no doubt that I was all in. I'm, I'm born again, Lord. But would I, would I really be led by his spirit? Mm. Would I really walk in faith and not by sight with what he wanted to do with family building? Mm-hmm. And I knew that, man, if, if I give him my life in that area as an entrepreneur, something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, it was weighty and it was, but I didn't know what I know now. I mean, that was a couple years back and right. now I know why I felt the weightiness of that decision. Yeah. So it was just a fresh decision. And it wasn't feeling like I was being born again. I knew I was right. that, but right. it was like the next level. Nice. It was the truly the next level. Nice. Well, along that line, um, the, the second module goes in, you go through it and it's a little more business focused, you know, about what you're going to do with your business as well. And you do a company consecration. Right. And I wanted you, do you have that company consecration? Yes, I do. Would you mind reading that? And then tell me what you thought about that, what your feelings were on that and how that impacted you on, on your business. I look back now, this was dated um, 10, 18, 19. So it was about a year and a half ago. Yep. I look back on it now. And if I knew where I would be now, when I made this, it would have, it would have been, I don't know if I would have made it. Maybe it was scary, but anyway, uh, Lord Jesus, I dedicate separate and consecrate family building a professional law corporation corporation to you in all respects. It has always been yours. It's always been your idea. It's always been your plan. And I come now into full agreement with you that you are the owner. You're the director of all things, family building and Holy spirit, you living in me, will guide family building in all ways, in all truth, and show me things yet to come. I come into full agreement with you, Jesus, and with each step you will take me and family building on this journey of faith to advance your kingdom. Nice. That's powerful. So since then, again, you talk about next level, and, you know, for those that are considering being on this platform, um, you know, Lee Ray and Holy Spirit through him has done such a great job at really preparing it. But even above the teaching, what I was coming into agreement was, to be honest, Mike, um, with a bigger vision that the Lord has shown me since about a year after I got saved. And if you don't mind, I'd just like to yes. share that briefly. Sure. So it is a movement in adoption, not just the movement in getting kids into good homes. For sure, it's that. But it's a movement for an understanding, first and foremost, inside the body of Christ, that we are adopted. And that we really, you Mike, I know that you have friends and they're clients of ours who have adopted. and, And if you've ever been part of an adoption proceeding, There is something that is different, unique, and very special about that gift that was given to these adoptive parents. They're better stewards of it 
they're so appreciative of it. It's taken so much time and energy and resources and faith and, and tears to get to that place. They fought and they, they battled for this child, not legally, but it's been a spiritual and emotional battle. And there's such an appreciation for that child. And to me, that's a beautiful picture of what the Lord's done for us. Mm-hmm. And so I've always, I've believed, and he's shown me since early in, in my, um, just after I got saved in my walk with him, that he's going to do something that's beyond my conception. Mm-hmm. And I've always known it, Mike, I, I, I flirt around in my journal with, is it the national adoption? Well, you know what I mean? I, right. Right. I, and, and, and so I've always known this. And so when I made this consecration and for those, my brothers and sisters out there that, that listen to this, if there's something down in your spirit and your knower that, you know, that God wants to break out and, and, and it's, it's the parable of the minas, you know, it's, it's, you know, the steward that gets 10, five and one. What did you do with what I gave you? Did you expand my kingdom? One thing that Lee Ray says he, he got from his mother is it's never about the money, never about the business, never even about the ministry, but it's about advancing his kingdom. And there's kind of a warrior spirit that we have to, to come into agreement with to do that. And so when I made this consecration, I mean, it, it sounds like, you know, okay, those are interesting, you know, kind of classic Christianese words. But I knew that once I really installed him as the CEO, and I'm just a, just a Christ executive officer, I'll never be greater than number two. And I am commanded to do his will. Um, for me, Mike, it's, it's, it's building a national law firm. It's building a national movement of lawyers across that are spirit filled across this country that litigate the way that the Lord has shown us to go out and actually dispense love and restorative justice, right? Mm -hmm. Which we like to call restorative justice as opposed to man's justice. And um, it's just a completely different approach. And it's really loving and embracing the least of these. So many of the disenfranchised across the world, um, We've worked with people that live under the bridges, you know, people that just have completely decimated lives and to see them place the most valuable gift, a human life in the home and in the hands and in the hearts of, 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 of a two parent adoptive home. And they know that this child is going to be more than a conqueror and achieve things they never did, man, there's, there's, that's that's what my addiction is, man. I mean, I want to see that happen yep. more and more and more. And for us to come alongside them and engraft them in to this great journey of of, of restoration that we're all on in in Christ's family, mm-hmm. you know, and to become really a true family of God. And um, so, man, when I made this consecration, I was like, okay hang on because <laughs> yeah. there's a new, there's a new leader and he doesn't doubt like Ted doubts. He doesn't think about money constraints or restraints like Ted does. He doesn't listen to, you know, and, and, and lay awake at night. You know, he doesn't, he's not anxious, you know what I mean? Yep. And so, um, which, you know, that's, that's been the, the biggest part of this platform, Mike, beyond me making personal choices to be all in, it's now being around guys like you and Lee Ray and so many other men that 
that there's no way I could accomplish this without this group of people. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I never knew that going in. I never knew how close and how inextricably attached to and bonded I would become with fellow warriors, SEAL team, all in guys and, and women. Um, these are the people that I want to pair with. These are the people that I want to do business with and, and, and coach me and encourage me because like they get it. Yeah. They get it more than any other spirit filled business owners that I've ever met. Amen. Amen. That's so true. Well, I know you've, uh, you do amazing work. And one thing I, I, I know firsthand exactly what you you're talking about. Um, uh, because like you shared earlier, I've got a friend that you've helped with, uh, their fifth adoption right now. And, and, um, and I, I truly, truly love your heart. And I love what, um, you do where you're, you're using Christ because like you said, uh, a lot of times, and I, and I don't know much about, uh, your side of the legal system, you know, they, it seems like, oh, people just rip babies out of people's hands and go, but I know you try to do healing on the side of the people that are giving up the baby too, which is, uh, my hat's off to you. I mean, you, you go above and beyond. Um, so on, on that note, let me ask you this in joining the JCCO group, how have the struggles have, how have the struggles differed since you've, you know, kind of come in, done this and dedicated your, your uh, business to Christ. So kind of as a visionary, I know I'm wired as a visionary and there's all kinds of tools to tell you where I'm kind of like, you know, kind of extreme on the visionary side. And um, it's one thing to believe that God's shown you something. And I can say it and people are like, oh, that's great. That's great. Um, We have uh, right now, the Lord has led nine other wonderful lawyers to us throughout two states. But here's the question. And, And this, the CEO group, it's always going to come back to this. And, and I think that it really, I think Lee Ray has been very uh, instrumental in, in modeling this kind of um, uh, push or this kind of, you know, Holy Spirit pressure on, okay, time to expand. Mm-hmm. And so the question that I'm grappling with right now, Mike, the difference between me who just says there's a vision, but how do I get to a thousand lawyers? I'm not saying that's the number. It could be more than that. Right. How do we break out? And, um, you know, one, in our prayer, our daily prayer group, um, I don't have the chapter and verse, but, you know, with man, this is, is it's not possible. With God, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. Ted Yeomans by himself could never do this. But when you get around other SEAL team members and other all-in CEOs, there's this natural um, tension to expand the kingdom. So there's this expansion mentality that um, I, I, I would just say, if you're going to get in, if you're going to get involved with JCCOs, you're going to expand God's kingdom Amen. and, and your faith is going to be stretched. Your, I, I just can't wait. And now really to go, instead of being, you know, hesitant or fearful of certain 
obstacles that no doubt I have to get through, uh, I would have to say I'm excited. And, um, you know, you call this broadcast um, all in, but I can honestly say because of this group, I'm more all in because I'm, I'm surrounded by guys that are saying and women that are saying we're all in. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's radical. And, uh, and right now I'm, my mind is being blown even this week, Mike, with how many of this other CEO brothers have are directly speaking into me. And I have more faith as I sit here today based on meetings that I've had since Monday, this being Friday, and what I've seen God do just this week, I have more faith of what he's shown me for over 25 years, that it's actually going to happen. But without this group, which is not a, you know, it's not a, uh, you know, it's, it's not one of these little trade groups or something. This is, these are, these are people that have spent hours and hours and hours and hours of dedicating this, um, time and and their companies to the lord and um i I really think it's possible i think we're going to build the biggest church on the face of the earth on the business mountain amen and and i'm really excited i'm with you really excited yeah well ted i hey i appreciate time and and i know uh you know i'm just gonna say this um you know, Lee Ray, there's no cost to JCCO group. There's no, you know, uh, I love Lee Ray saying people go, well, what is it? What does it cost? He goes, are you talking money? And then they're like, yeah, that doesn't cost anything, but it'll cost your life, you know? Yeah. And so we don't, we don't use this. We, you know, obviously later, 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 way down, he talks about tithing and, and things like that. But, um, but he mainly wants you connected with Jesus and, I, I, I preface all of that because I just want to uh, give you an opportunity to, to um, kind of plug your company and, and plug what you're doing. And I, I don't know, I don't know if you take donations, uh, whether it's time or money, um, but, you know, we've never done that before on this. But I think what you do, and especially in the Bible, widows and orphans, and there's no more important thing than what you're doing. And so I'd love to give you a, a couple minutes just to plug what you're doing. And, and if you can take donations to help whatever you're doing, that's great. Um, feel free and, and, and go for it. We do have a nonprofit called the family building foundation. And uh, we have just received, um, you know, the ability to take those donations. Uh, but we are located at um, familybuilding.com you know, on the, on the law side, um, familybuilding.com. And, um, you know, not that we're looking for, you know, donations right now, Mike, but our passion is to advance this generational battle. And if anybody listening to this knows someone who wants to engage in that, I don't mean to say battle, but it is, you know, Satan wants to rob, steal, and destroy these kids and these generational lines. So every adoption, there's evidence of that destruction mm-hmm. and of his lies and of his manipulation. And I just love showing up on this scene with some faith-filled people who want to love another human being. And, and, and we just put him on notice. Hey, it's, there's a new sheriff in town. Name is Jesus. And we're his hands, feet, and voice. And you don't get the next generation. So, mm-hmm. um, I want to plug adult adoption because so many people have never heard that concept. If you've loved an individual, maybe from their teen years, or maybe you, you met them as an adult and you really see them as a son or a daughter, 
Um, you can do an adult adoption, and this is across America. These laws are in place. In California, it's a $20 filing fee. It's very, you don't need the state's permission. You don't need a home study. You don't need social services involved. You don't have to terminate parental rights. They, no, no parent has to consent because they're adults. Right. But it's just some of the sweetest uh, cases that we do. We finalized an adult adoption yesterday and one last week. And it's so wonderful when an adult says to another adult, they really receive their adoption. It's, it's very similar to, to salvation wow. where you just, you and the Lord are like, I'm all in. I, I want to be adopted. Um, so, um, but yeah, we get, again, we do step parent adoption. We do infant adoption. And um, I, I just say this as a resource for anybody that's part of JCCEOs. We are nationally affiliated with an American Academy of Adoption Attorneys. And so wherever you are listening to this, if you need assistance, call me, contact us at familybuilding.com and we'll resource you in whatever state you're in. But, um, and, and just pray that, that your own adoption, that, that you would hear anybody hearing these words, I, I really feel like the Holy Spirit saying, do you, can you hear these following words? This is my son or this is my daughter, and you fill in the name. Um, that's my son. That's my daughter. I love him. And with them, I'm well pleased. You know, the, the, what, the, what the father said over Jesus there in the Jordan River yeah. in Matthew three seventeen. Do you really hear that? And um, that's my goal is that people would come into a deeper revelation and connection. He's well pleased with you. And he's well pleased with me. And to the extent that I can get my mind around that, he's going to expand his kingdom through me, um, through what we do at family building, because I get my own adoption. So, um, yeah, I, I, I really encourage you to get involved. I, I guarantee you that this will be the deepest walk that I've ever been through. I, I was um, going through my old book. By the way, I don't know if you can see this, but I yeah, how to die. How to die. <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's all we're asking, man. Just, just come and die yep. to yourself and to, quote, your company and, um, and, and just give it to him and see what he wants to do. He's going to challenge you. And uh, I would love to be part of your journey and walk with you. I'd love to be part of that SEAL team. You know, you can see us arm in arm Amen. going through that SEAL training, man. And did those SEAL train the the SEALs that go through that training said they literally cannot do it. They would die if they were separated from their team. So they just literally link arms. And I feel that way about you, Mike, and every other brother and sister that's on this platform that I've gotten to know. And uh, it's real, guys. It's it's not a it's not a religious spirit. It's not a religious exercise. It is a deep, challenging experience. And I would challenge you, you know, do you have what it takes? Do you have what it takes to die and to let God do the maximum, not just at a comfort level for you, but outside your comfort zone and just use us until I've got no breath left in my lungs. I know there's no retirement date for me, Mike. I don't know Amen. what else I would do. How, how could I do anything else? I mean, I'm, 
I'm going to take some breaks along the way, but <laughs> yeah, um, just a little bit of rest, but man, well, what you do, uh, I really appreciate you, Ted. And, um, man, uh, thanks. Thanks for being on the podcast. And I'm, I'm pumped to get this out there. What you do is truly a fantastic mission. And, uh, I've, I've enjoyed getting to know you brother. I really have. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, you really, you really touched me and, um, you know, we, we talk, daily almost now and uh and i'm honored in that i'm honored in that so uh i know hey, to god to god be the glory man i mean amen. seriously not amen. none of this is me speaking that's for sure amen well your heart's in the right place brother and, and and jesus got it and it and it shows it shows so um you know all those that are listening please you know check out his website uh you know donate if you can it, whether it's time or money um but just be a part of this amazing thing because this is something that uh as christians um you know widows and orphans brother widows and orphans and we need to be about that business mike i think we're all called to adopt yep we're all called to love another person like Jesus loved us and say to that person. And, you know, when Cheryl and I had five kids, we thought like our quiver is full and it yeah. wasn't full. Uh, that's when our big adoption um, journey started. And so um, there's never enough. Your quiver is a lot bigger in Psalm 127 than you think it is. Uh, the capacity that we have as Christians as born again, saved, adopted believers, we have an infinite capacity to love a broken world. It's adoption, not just for the infertile. Yeah. Okay. It's for every one of us to take in another human being and say, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. That's okay. Awesome. I, I will love you until I go home to be with the Lord. And I'm going to graft you into the family. I'm going to change your name. I'm going to give you a new inheritance, just like, it speaks in Romans 8, 14, 15, and 16. It's what he did for us. And, and, and we're his hands, feet, and voice. And I, I don't get why he used crack pots like us, man, clay pots, but he does. Yeah. And he, his spirit of adoption needs us to get out and, and literally engage. So for everyone listening to this, um, I think you've all thought about adopting, but think about it. God's putting orphans in adult orphans sitting right across from you in church or down the same row. They're there. They're everywhere. There's people that don't have a place at Thanksgiving dinner, at Christmas. They don't really have a home. They're not tethered to a place. Christ, of course, that should be Jesus. Yeah. But still, you know, this side of heaven, uh, it sure is nice to have a mom and a dad and, and some brothers and sisters. And the church does that at a certain level. But real time, you know, they're not serving Thanksgiving turkey dinner. So yeah. um, I, I, that, that's the holiday that really gets my heart. And I just yeah. like, ah, oh, there's so many people who are lonely out there and, and separated. Yeah. So, so let that spirit of adoption break out, brother. Amen. I hope it does. All right. It will, man. We're going to get this pumped up and get it out there. And, uh, and uh, we, uh, we appreciate the message, brother. We appreciate it. Thanks. So. Thanks for your time, Mike. Hey, you bet. You have just heard from a business owner who is all in with living in covenant with Jesus Christ and has consecrated their business to his work. Business owners desiring to take their lives and company in deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit can take the first step by enrolling at jcceos.com. Thank you for listening. The All In Podcast is a recruiting ministry of the Jesus Christ CEO Institute. God bless you and see you soon.